126. All right, all right. What are we talking about today? Okay, so today um, authenticity is a very big topic, I guess, in our culture recently, especially with Generation Z. It seems to have re emerged that people are looking for authenticity. Be yourself. Gotta keep it real. Gotta keep it real, yeah. all that good stuff. So, um, our question has been. What is the difference between the way um, most people see a musical artist versus the way they see an actor? So we're going to explore that. Right. Um, okay. Okay. And, and so what do you mean? Okay. Give me an example. So while it is shocking, um, it is not shocking for an actor to portray anywhere from a thug to a devout religious person if, um, if uh, somebody who seems, and, and I'm, I'll go to, who was that? Katy Perry. I'm gonna go yeah. to her okay. because she supposed. If somebody who is supposedly religious goes and does something like Katy Perry was a religious artist and she went and did "I Kissed a Girl" and that was like her big uh, pop hit to right. start out out right. of the gate. Right. Um, people were in shock. Like you're a Christian artist. Like why are you doing this? Right. That, that if you're a Christian artist, you should only do Christian. Do songs. right, or you so. definitely shouldn't be doing some homosexual thing. This, you know, right. yeah. Right. So. And, and so the question is, for like Christian actors, mm-hmm. do they have the same type of standards yeah. that, that come across to them? And so I, I think sometimes it would depend on on the way you present yourself. What do you mean? So I, I, I think it would, like if you're a Christian actor and you are a holier than thou type person, uh-huh. and then you were, let's just say, cast in a role where you were famous. A stripper, homosexual, whatever, right? <laughs> okay. Whatever that might be against the Christian ethos, right? right? That that Christian um, contingent mm-hmm. may be upset with that actor for taking that role. Okay. okay. Just simply because okay. it goes against that. So from a religious standpoint, it goes against that, right? right? Um, I, I guess it's, it's, it's similar. I, I guess something that might be a little bit different is, um, let's just take Denzel Washington <laughs> and Training Day. You right. know, playing the bad cat, the <sighs> cop, playing the thug, playing this type of person. No one thought that he that, could pull it off, or, or, or not that he could pull do. it off. Or that, but but no one thought that that person mm-hmm. represented Denzel Washington. No, you no. know what I mean. That, that no. nobody and, and and nobody felt wrong. Right. By the fact that Denzel Washington was portraying a character. Right. That was so unlike what we think we know of him. Right. You know, or or even the characters that he's taken previous to that. Right. Right. Yeah. But, you know, and and so the question becomes, do we allow artists the same leeway? Right. So if, if, you know, if it comes back that, oh, you know, that, um. Ice Cube was never in the game. Right. All of us, this kind of stuff. But, I was saying, it's really apparent with, with rappers when they're like keeping it real and representing their community. And, right. and, you know, some of them have never lived in the hood. Right. So what do they represent? What is all this thug right. life about? Yeah, or, or, or 
the press kit, it seems like for every other rapper is that they so were slinging routes, they were selling drugs, drugs right? and all the rest of this kind of stuff. Narrowly right? escaped prison. Right. That they were they were within this rock and a hard place. Right. You know, whether it was jail or death right. or a rap career. Right. <laughs> so there was, was just one or the other. And then man, oh man, the fat monkey break yeah. didn't happen for that rap career. The only option right. on the table right. for these guys was either death or jail. Right. Because for some reason, they can't McDonald's <laughs> would not have hired them. No other entity. No. Right. None of them was going to hire them at all. Feed their family. It was going to be either death. Right, jail. Or, like oh, that's their rapper, right? So I gotta keep it real. Yeah, keep it real. But then the right. minute they get money, they move out of the hood. Right. But and, they're representing the hood. And, and I guess the question is, so you know, why is it for those people? Right. I guess the people who consume it, why is it important yeah. that that's the the presentation in which this person is putting out there that's got to be real? Right. Why can't it be made up? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, me personally, I don't care. Well, and I, I can't say I don't care. I guess there are a couple of different levels. One is the um, what's Lana Del Rey. Right. So it's her coming from, I'm a, I guess, edgy person. So right. I am, or whatever, vice versa, whatever it was. Right. She started out with, before she became Lana, Lana Del Rey. Right. And people started saying, oh, she's inauthentic. There's something to be said for metamorphosis for me. Right. That, and I think Bob Dylan, we looked at his documentary, was accused of that early on because he was imitating people. So he had a certain sound right. with the acoustic instruments or whatever else. And then as he progressed, right. as he learned more, as he, you know, traveled more, as he did more, experimented more, he right. moved away from that and, he, and people threw stones at him. I can see that because in some ways you become personally kind of attached to what you believe but see, to I, be true for an artist. You believe that they're spilling their soul. Yeah, but I, I get it. But but then again, I, I guess the, the, the thing has always got to be for artists as far as this whole thing not being out there. For me, like the NWA album. Mm-hmm. If I found out that every single one of them or middle class guys, or mm-hmm. find out that Dr. Dre, you know, was doing <laughs> right, or whatever else right. that you know that you might know about them. To me, that does not diminish what I heard on that NWA okay. album. Okay. And and it doesn't diminish what I felt like that it did drop me right in the middle of yeah. what was happening in South Compton. Yeah. Whether or not these guys actually experienced that. Right. I mean, there there has to be. Some, I guess, um, you, you have to be able to understand that people can experience things by carrying. Yeah, and then that true. every experience doesn't have to be the every, an actual experience. The every song that is written, and, and, and we have quite a few right. uh, in our basket where we have put on a persona right. of someone, and that's not necessarily who we represent or right. who we are. But for that particular song, or I can say, I think for Madonna, particular albums or whatever else, where where they put on a, a certain persona, right. Just to, I guess, in, to interpret it through their art, or whatever. right? I mean, because yeah. there's a, you know, it, it's sort of like you find out about even certain heroes like Jack Kerouac, yeah. Some of these other people yeah. weren't everything that they were kind of oh, drunk yeah. up to yeah. be, yeah. You know, but to me, that shouldn't necessarily yeah. diminish the art or and I guess the work that they put out there. I think what it is is some people don't value the art if they don't value the story, and I think that's what right. happens. They become interconnected, right? They do. I mean, it, it is sort of like. You would hope that 
a saxophone player mm-hmm. could get to the greatness of Charlie Parker mm-hmm. without having to go through what Charlie Parker went, went through. through. It, and I don't know yeah. if it was necessary for him to go through yeah. that in order to get to the greatness. Yeah. Or really was that more of a hindrance yeah. to what could have been even greater work yeah. had that not been in a way. I, you know, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if that bred the creativity or not. But, you know, if you're a person who can kind of take in everything from Charlie Parker Mm -hmm. vicariously Mm -hmm. and then come out with another way or or you you come up with something that's very innovative or whatever else, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm I'm cool with that. I don't feel like you had to have gone through what Charlie Parker went through in order to present it. I guess that's kind of how it is with the rap people, you know, Mm -hmm. is that I think sometimes it's this thing where people feel like they have to be authentic to that, Uh that... I, I guess to me, disproportionately elevates the culture mm-hmm. to a level that it really doesn't need to be well, at because I, it feels like it's more glorified and glamorized than what it and actually I, is. And I'm going to throw now um, the homosexuality in with okay. it because nowadays that's one of those things that almost every single, it seems like uh, the newer artists, that's the their thing is gender fluid or or buy or whatever else. And I'm saying at one time, you know, and some of these, I'm just not feeling that for them. Right. So I don't know if they're putting on something because they think that's what their audience is going to appreciate. Right. Or it's showing that they're culturally in touch and all that. Well, I think some of it does come with that. It's like, there's a certain amount of, you know, like you say, had this happened like 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, it would have been more cutting edge. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's really a trip. It's like... uh, you know, Prince put out that 1999 deluxe box set. Oh, yeah. And he's got this song on there called Vagina. Oh, yeah. That's about, you know, <laughs> this person that's gender fluid. Yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's, that's what he's talking yeah. about. Know, half, half boy, half girl, girl. Best of both worlds. I mean, yeah. that's just what he's saying. Yeah. And so, I mean, that song never came out. Right. And had it come out, especially during there, I mean, it just would have been like, oh, my God, yeah. what the heck yeah. is this? Yeah. You know, that would have been just well over the top, yeah. you know. But now, it's pretty right. benign and innocuous, mm-hmm. you know, and like, oh, yeah, and who knows? There might be things in it that he said mm-hmm. that in this day and age may be offensive. Yeah, I thought about you that. You know, I mean, so, I mean, but offensive from a white right-wing type of way. Right. Like, you know, so, I mean, again, it, it, it's, you know, when you kind of start thinking about that, kind of going back to our subject, mm-hmm. is that, you know, um, I do think with recording artists or whatever else, that there should be a certain amount of room to portray characters. Okay. And, you know, I, I'm saying that sometimes being a responsible person, mm-hmm. living a life where you're not committing crimes and stuff like that, mm-hmm in a lot of ways, can be a dull life. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that people don't That people are not tuning into you to say, hey, <laughs> right. I'm having cereal today. All right. You know, and that, that in some ways, that can right. be kind of dull. So, you know, I mean, when you're kind of expressing yourself creatively, yeah. um, you may need to kind of take liberties with yeah. certain things. You or may, immerse you know, yourself in a certain cultural right. way so that you can... You can again express it through your art. You can be inspired, you know, to find that inspiration, that kind of stuff. That's why, you know, as we had talked about a couple of episodes ago about appropriation and Mm -hmm. all the rest of that kind of stuff. That's why, especially when you're talking about art, Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to say that I have a problem with that. Yeah. Because it's, you know, who knows where you might derive your inspiration from. Yeah, yeah. But but at the same token, as an artist, I don't think it's... um, 
I don't, I don't think it's correct to kind of say, well, you know, if you're not fitting this template that you that you fit like two years ago, right. or if that template really wasn't you, then some kind of way you're inauthentic as an I, artist. Yeah, because I, I was going to say there's plenty of room to grow and change because that's, I think, even what Prince did. Because after a while, he was not cursing. Right. It's Which means he would have been offended by his own material. Right. And it seemed like he had he gotten religion. He was offended by his own. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, like in uh, DMSR, he says, work your body like a whore. And yeah. I heard on you know, like later concerts when mm-hmm. he said, work your body like you want some more. Mm-hmm. So he changed that lyric. Yeah, because you know? he had become, he had a different view on it as, as he grew and right. became more spiritual. I mean, yeah. there's certain songs that I wrote a long time ago because we had to start this episode with an old song. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that even with that one, there are just certain parts of the lyric yeah. I don't vibe with anymore. Yeah. So it's like, I, I can't even go back and yeah. redo the song or something like that because the more I spend with it, yeah. the more I'm going to want to change it from what it was, from originally. What it was originally to, yeah. you know, where I'm at today. Yeah. You know, and which may not do service to the song. It might not. Because right. at the time, that was the expression. Right. And so, that's why sometimes yeah. it's hard for me to go back and redo yeah. the old stuff. Yeah. Just simply because of the fact that, you know, I, I'm doing it with a different sensibility yeah. today than I did it a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, and that was true to me, maybe, and maybe some of it wasn't. You know, maybe the fact that I did falsetto the way I sung it, the way I sung it, yeah. was because Prince was popular. Yeah. And yeah. I wanted people to like my songs too. <laughs> so I'm going to write a song that kind of sounds like Prince. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? That, that's yeah. what I'm going to do. I mean, so, I mean, it, I, I can't say that it's always coming right. from this, this, this deep, whole uh, artistic <laughs> vein. Oh, the heavens just rain down the song into my ears. And now I'm putting it out on the earth. Right. You know? Without any outside yes. um, influence. I don't yeah. care if they pay me right. any money for it. I don't need money. Yeah, right. You know, and, uh, I mean, but we got lights, we got cameras, we got all yeah. that kind of stuff. That Those costs are deals. Money. That yeah. costs money. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Art has to meet commerce at some yeah. point in time. I mean, that's that's just it. If you're going to do stuff for money, go have equipment, go have whatever. Yeah. You know, you have to think you about have that. yeah that that might factor into right. the art that you create, and that may be upsetting for some of the people who follow it, you it, and it, for your fans. It definitely might be. I mean, you know, it, I mean, the same thing happened with the Beatles. The Beatles evolved mm-hmm. to a point where you know they could say, "Hey, we're not going to tour. We're going to mm-hmm. do stuff in the studio." Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what we're going to do. And you have to understand too, music business. You know, this kind of pop rock music business was very young mm-hmm. at the time. Right. You know, I mean, you got to think Elvis came on the scene, what, late 50s? Yeah. And then, then there's the Beatles. Right. You know, and so, I mean, so the fact that they were able to do so much experimentation mm-hmm. was, I think, kind of a byproduct of the times, mm-hmm. you know, that, that kind of allowed them to do that. And then, you know, when you think about the record industry today, I mean, there's a lot of money that, yeah. you know, these companies are paying for yeah. these songs. So they're not waiting on Rihanna to come in with some, yeah, you know, I got this country record <laughs> that I'm about to drop. You know, Unless like, they you know. feel that there's already an interest. Right. 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 You know, or, right. or she brings in other country yeah. artists that's going to yeah. sing along with her, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Something to add that lend authenticity mm-hmm. to what they're doing. Right. right. Exactly. Right. To make it work, right? right. Because people kind of view it as being an authentic to what she does. Right. Because there is a character named Rihanna right. that the public has already vested themselves yes. into. Mm-hmm. 
And, and so I think that to that extent, that the, the public has to understand that, yeah. that that there's an entity that's been created mm-hmm. that is a commercial entity mm-hmm. that you buy into, that is a face of a corporation mm-hmm. that you're buying into. Yeah. You know, Beyonce Incorporated. You know, Jay Z Incorporated. Yes. I mean, that's that's that's, that's <laughs> right. it. Yeah, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, that's that's what the, these people they hire hundreds of people to. Mm-hmm. You know, so so there's this whole aspect that goes into an image that's created. I'm not knocking them for that. Mm-hmm. That's that's the way the world turns. That's mm-hmm. the way it works. Yeah. You know, and so you can't get into this whole thing yeah, of expecting right. Yeah. You know that she gonna be calling her children bitches and hoes yeah. because she says that on a record. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I guess the question for an artist is how far will you go? Because there yeah. usually is some kind of line. Yeah. I mean, usually right. there's some kind of line that as an artist you will not cross, even if you're doing things that will gain you fans you money. and money. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. That there, usually there's some type of line, and I think that is what people question when they think you have sold out. Right. But the question, I, I guess, really it is, is for the artist, whether or not you Yeah, well, well, I guess that point. Yeah. I mean, because that was kind of like the thing when Michael Jackson bought the Beatles publishing mm-hmm. back in the 80s. And um, one of the things that he did that really kind of, you know, ticked off, like, Paul McCartney was he started selling mm-hmm. the Beatles songs that allowed right. them to be used in commercials. Yeah. And that was something, you know, prior to that time that just did not happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I I think it was like Revolution that mm-hmm. played in a Nike commercial yeah, or something yeah. like that back in the day. And, you know, and, and Paul McCartney was just completely right, sensed right. about this, you know. But for Michael Jackson... Right. Art is coming. Oh yeah, that's how it yeah. was for him. Yeah. That's, that's that's the type of artist he was. Yeah. You know, yeah. so Michael Jackson doing a Pepsi commercial or whatever right. else never was bring a sellout it, right. because it that's he was bigger than life. Yeah. And, and he was always a commercial phenomenon, right? You know, where someone like Paul McCartney and the Beatles, it was a whole different, right? Thing. A different, a different philosophy, right. About it. So, and I'm probably taking this conversation someplace <laughs> where it wasn't supposed to go. But anyway, all right. So, how do you feel? Do you feel that artists need to stick to what their quote-unquote original brand is, or do you feel it's okay for them to take something entirely that seems entirely commercial? We'd like to hear your comments. Drop it in the comment section below. Yep. What else? Uh, we're going to be doing the Funk album Funk soon. album is so out if soon. If I can get this one so done, if I can Sugar stop. fit. Yeah. So. And then next episode, we're going to um, hip you to top musical, music-related documentaries. Yeah. So check that out. Yeah. So check that out next Monday. Um, during this quarantine time, is a great time to binge on something things that will enrich you yeah. if you or did. over the Memorial Day weekend They're if your person is going back to work because I think that uh, yeah. the plants are starting to go back to work yep. now here mm-hmm. in Michigan so yep. you know if you're one of those states that's open and yeah. doing that kind of thing then think about the Memorial Day weekend there's a time that you that can time chill that you relax and enrich yeah. yourselves yeah definitely if you dig the vibe be sure to subscribe we're wishing you love peace and chicken grease yeah.